0: Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. So first off, I'm not even sure if this episode is going to make sense. This might be like another um, live journal entry for myself more than anything else, but I don't know. Um, And it's weird. I'm actually kind of nervous to talk about it, and I don't know why. Like, as you know, this is a very open and honest and vulnerable podcast uh, with like little sprinkles of humor and real life, Um, but it's just something that popped in my head that I really want to talk about. Um, and it's about me. So yay, my favorite subject. I am a Leo, August twentieth. Um, but before that, uh, I just want to say like, I hope you're doing okay. Um, I hope you're not super bored right now. I hope you are not sick. <laughs> I don't know, it just sounded weird. Like very flat. Hope you're not sick. I just hope you're doing okay. I hope you're doing okay mentally. Um, I know <laughs> like a couple episodes ago it was like it was heavy. Um, I don't think it was dark. I think it was real. But my producer like texted me and was like, "Are you okay?" While she was editing that episode, and I was like, "I'm fine. I'm actually great. I'm on this like way new different level of clarity that I haven't had in like literal years. Um, and I can truly thank you know the being unemployed and not having to have my life dictated uh, by a clock anymore." Or by success anymore, or whatever weird shit I was putting on myself, which I've talked about in the past. And it's new, and it's weird, and it's refreshing, and then it's also like horrifying at the same time by like um, the circumstances that got us here. And I think, I think this is a um, American problem. I don't think people that live like in Europe have this issue of. uh the 24/7 working type of situation i think there's a much better balance in their lives and again this is like total assumptions i don't know but there's like siestas and like <laughs> access to healthcare and like very um generous vacation days. I don't know. It just seems like a better formula to have like a better mental capacity in your life. But you know what? Who knows? I don't know. I haven't lived in Europe. I've only visited. But I've seen a couple of people uh, in my life post on their Instas or Facebooks. Actually, one person, one friend who has been on this podcast, Julie Feltman, literally wrote a a post that I like literally was about to write about uh, just not being stuck to uh, this schedule anymore, not feeling crazy stressed anymore, and this like anxiety and stuff like that. And it was like so similar. I was like, I'm not going to do my post anymore because it just seems like I'm like ripping her post. But it's true. Like I know she feels the same way. Um, and the best part is, <laughs> is this is not what. I'm even referencing in the beginning of this episode that I'm going to talk about. Um, it's more just like, this is more of like a check-in for you, like, hey, how are you doing? Um, okay, I'm trying to think how to start this. So, Avi, I have a lot of time on my hands right now, and this popped into my head uh, truly yesterday, uh, I, and I don't remember what triggered it, but... It was, a, it was this clarity on like all these missed opportunities that I had with uh, gentlemen and sex and dating because of how often I was told um, in middle school, in high school, in college, and in uh, adulthood, uh, post-college, that I was too much or that I was too loud or too intense or just being too something, right? And not by the, these, these uh, potential suitors, um, by my friends, by people that I trusted and that I was very close to and and I have talked about this in the past on the podcast, but this was just—I uh, kind of just had like I had like the receipts this time of just missed opportunities, um, and and like I've said in the past, I've had people who who said these things to me who like fucked me. Who you know what, I don't know why I was going to say that with a question mark. Who fucked me up with my self-confidence for moments here and there? For the most part, I've always been the same, and I've always been who I am, and like what you hear on the podcast is who I am now, and was a version of that as uh, when I was younger. Obviously, I've changed as I've grown. but <laughs> it's crazy. And horrifying how much trust and, um, thought and, and all that jazz that we put into the words that our friends say to us. Um, I want to say like these people that did this to me, um, some of them I still talk to. Some have apologized on their own, being like, "You know what? You just always got it. I I can't believe I didn't realize that." And that meant a lot to me. Um, some haven't. Some I don't think have any clue of how much th- what they said and did like kind of fucked me up when it came to specifically confidence with uh, dating and guys. And because uh, when you're the two girl, you're always like like too meaning like too much, too this, too brassy, too much moxie, too much blah, too much poop humor, too much sex humor, whatever. Um, You know that sticks, right? That's shit, people saying shit like that sticks of like, oh, I should be quieter, I should be more docile, I should be more X, Y, and Z. And you you start to question – You start to question anyone who seems into the true you. And I wanted to talk about this because I do have an audience that skews um, more uh, female identifying and and I hate the idea of this happening to someone else and them not getting to the other side of it, right? Like I don't give a shit anymore. I know who I am and I know this is gonna be so gross and so after school special, but it is really fucking true that a big part of like what makes me um me and like even just like I'll use the podcast for an example, like almost Every time I have a guest on the podcast, I get a message or, or a conversation or an, a tweet or a text message the next day that's just like everything felt so safe. You were so open. I've never talked about X Y and Z blah 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 because I wear my faults on my sleeves. They're they're fucking everywhere. And that kind of circles back to too much, too loud, too weird. I got weird all the time. But when you're open about being these type of things, it really helps other people find the strength and like their innerness or whatever makes them them. Like it took me a long time to realize what uh, teachers and professors and people that like actually really did believe in me um, And what made me different, like, was my strength. Okay. I don't know. That was a very long sentence. Um, Cool. And I, like, I've talked about it, too. I went to JMU. I went to a school that skewed 70% hot women, uh, very blonde hair, blue-eyed, tan, perfect (laughs) dimensions, like, perfect, Um, A lot of yoga pants A lot of North Face jackets A very specific look And I did not have that look Nor did I want that look in college And I got shit for it from my good, good friends And I'm not good, good friends with most of these people anymore And this is a big part of it And I know some of these people that I'm talking about Listen to this podcast And I am truly, genuinely wondering If they will listen to this And know that I am talking about them I don't know it was mostly women that have said this. Um, it's a few choice dudes in my life that have most dudes honestly have been like very like, no, this is um this is awesome. I'm in I'm into what this is. Um, not even like sexually, just like friendship wise, but um it's also turned into sex. Um, so yeah. It fucked me up. I think college did the most damage um because it was just a recipe for disaster. And I actually have a lot of friends that came out of JMU, female friends that came out of JMU, um, with a really fucked up self-confidence when it came to boys because of the dynamic that, uh, that college has when it comes to its social activities of drinking and fucking. And it's a party school, everyone knows that. And so I'm gonna go back to the receipts that I was talking about earlier. Um, so like I said, like a lot of dudes have like this and a lot of these dudes that, um, I'm like still like friends with these guys. Like I'm friends with these people. Um, people tend to stick around, which is cool. I'm into that, especially when I want them to stick around. But the receipts of one dude popped up, um, in the, the form of, Uh, Facebook DMs, and I remember when we met, uh, and I remember, I remember all of us uh, in the party, you know, had been drinking, it was like a night out, and I remember being like, this guy likes me, and I was being dumb and loud and just like uh, confident and funny and uh, a few of the people that I was with were like, Natalie, stop. You are embarrassing us. Um, but I wasn't. I was just, I've come to, okay. Let me, let me backtrack a little bit from the story I've come to learn. And if, and the reason I wanted to talk about this is because if you are going through a situation like this, or you're dealing with your own self-confidence, uh, you have shitty friends that say shit like that to you. Yeah. Cause real quick, they are shitty friends if they say shit like that to you. And also with my point that I'm trying to make, that's taking so long to get to is they are jealous of you and they are Unaware of who they are, but like the type of attention attention you get from people in general, not just people that you want to have sex with or they want to have sex with, but just in general, the fact that you have this, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. I like what I am. Attitude, and they are aware that they may never have that type of confidence and may never get and will and will never get to go back in time and have that type of confidence and in their middle school years, their high school years, their college years or now. And it took me a very long time to learn that, and I missed a lot of potentially great sex. And again, Not for this to be like – for someone to be like, but aren't you, like, in a happy monogamous relationship right now? Yes, I am. I'm very happy uh, with Aaron. And actually, I have talked about this with him and have been like, oh, yeah, if, like, this hadn't happened, I would have totally boned, like, X, Y, and Z. Um, And then I was like, and I think you would have totally liked them. Like, you'll probably meet them soon. Um, And I actually think that's (laughs) – there's a couple of guys that, like, I – probably would have been in a relationship with and and or had fucked at least um that whenever the fuck we can leave New York and any part of America is safe or anywhere in the world is safe um that they will meet and I'm excited for these people to meet they are actually very like randomly like very big parts of my life even though nothing ever came to fruition um sexually and that's like that's why I want to talk, talk that's why I wanted to talk about it and if it's something I, if it resonates with you um hold on to that like there's a reason there's a reason for that um I've also gotten to this place too because of therapy if you can get therapy do it therapy's amazing So because I have nothing to do, there's no timeline, there's no uh, shift I've got to clock into, I went through the DMs uh, recently and reread them and was so shocked by how many cues, social cues that I was missing by these these guys um, that was like, yeah, Natalie, they really wanted to pursue this and and would bring up stuff that I had said that legit friends had been like, please stop, you're embarrassing us. We're like, like oh, that was so funny. I love when you did this or that. Or even like how with one person, how the DM started, it was like this, Four paragraph, obviously, he had, like, thought about it, had, like, edited it to try to make it as, like, funny as possible. Like, this is pretender. remember that. And and then I completely missed it. Like, I actually thought he was being serious. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can totally – because it was – he had, like, worded it as a question of, like – he was like, I feel like I can talk to you about this. I feel like you won't judge me. But what the fuck is – what the fuck up is with, is up with condoms basically is what the, the general, um, thesis of this like essay, like college essay was that he had sent me. And I legit actually thought he was being serious. And I was like, well, yeah, well, let's talk about it. Um, because that's who I am. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about this shit. Like, and not be weird about it. Um, that reminds me, I had a friend who is still a friend, but we don't talk that much anymore just because like, We live in different states um, and we kind of just drifted away. We became very, very close in college and I still love her to death and I loved her to death in college. Um, (laughs) This is so weird. Uh, We, okay, basically I'm gonna say what she said first um, that I feel like is the essence of me. I had, like, a couple one-night stands, like, senior year of college with, like, friends, like, people that, like, I would see constantly, specifically, like, at work. Um, I would just – I love to just, like, shit everywhere that I eat, right? Um, And we were, like, in the car or something because she was, like, about to, like, maybe possibly hook up with someone, and she was just, like – she was like, How do you do it? And I was like, Do what? And she was like, How do you fuck these guys in an awkward way, but not make it awkward? And I was just like, I don't know. You just, you just, you don't hide from it. Like, you're just, this is what it is. It's like, Oh, yes, I was drunk and then sexed you. And then we, then you put your dick inside me. And now, um, we work at Jimmy John's together and I am in my little visor and with my adult braces and um just kinda like, hey, what's up? How are you? I did see your dick uh last night. Mm, and we put it places. Um that's kinda it, right? Like that's like that's literally the essence of this podcast. It's just like it just is what it is. And what you think is awkward really isn't. Or that everyone's feeling the same type of energy of awkwardness, but like, let's talk about it. Um, I would later get mad at him via text because I've talked about it on the podcast. There is this like, what's it called, Spring Fest? Long story short, it was this like fucking. There's like this weekend at JMU. I don't know if they do anymore, but you just like drink twenty four seven, and everyone's like in sundresses. And I got super super drunk. And me and that guy were texting to meet up, and I got so drunk, I left the house party that I was at, walked through a line of police in riot gear, blitzed off my ass, um, and I was underage at this point, I was not 21 yet, went to my apartment, passed out from, like, I don't know, like either 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. because we had started at like 10 a.m. and then didn't wake up until like 9 or 10 with like helicopters fucking just going around my like little subdivision of our apartments and just a million texts being like, where the fuck are you? Including from the guy because it was like, I was like, yeah, I'm leaving the party. I'm going to go to my apartment because we like live near each other. And I was like, and then like, Like, come over, like, when you want to. Um, But then I passed out, and he was like, where "Where are you? And my friends who, like, were out of state were like, where are you? No one can contact you. We're afraid you're in jail. What the fuck has happened? Um, And what happened was I got too drunk, and I threw up uh, from day drinking, and then passed out. And then I would get mad at him because I'm like, oh, hey, like, I'm up now. I can, like, brush my teeth real quick. 'Cause I vomited. Um, and then come over. And then he never responded to me. And I was like, What the fuck? Like, are you punishing me? Like what? Like, do you do you not want to put your D in my V? Like, what the hell? He would text me the next morning at like 10 a.m. and was just like, I'm so sorry. My roommate got hit with tear gas, like with a tear gas canister from the riot gear. From the police uh, that I so nonchalantly walked through, um, and he was like, and we had to take him to the ER because he had like an allergic reaction, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ! Um, I think we had sex again though. I don't remember. But then, like the next day, it was like we were like at work together, and it was just like, hey, what's up? Is your friend okay? Is like, is your roommate okay? Like, is your friend okay? Um. Like, I was very hot. I actually thought he was out of my league. Um, I had adult braces at the time. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I actually, I will talk about that a little bit. I got adult braces. I don't know how much I've talked about this on the podcast. I got adult braces because I had like really, really shitty teeth. Um, like, they were bad. Um, and my mom never thought they were. But then I was like, I was like, I was like, I want to be a performer. Like, I'm going to have to fix these teeth. Like, can we please do this? So it was my senior year of college, and they actually, when I got, like, my consults or whatever, the doctor was like, okay, we want to break your jaw because my jaw is, like, slightly slightly back. Like if you look at my profile, you can barely know, like you can't notice it unless I physically move my jaw forward. And they're like, yeah, like to have like perfect alignment of your teeth, we have to break your jaw and pull it forward. And you're going to have like your mouth like wired shut for like a month or two, but like, it's okay. Like it'll be fine. And I literally was like, I'm still trying to get laid. Do you not understand what school I go to? Do you not understand that the competition is already intense? let alone adding adult fucking braces to them. And I got the clear ones because I thought that would be, like, less obvious. But the clear ones are, like, thicker. So, like, oh, God, it was it was a nightmare. Um, there was, like, no pictures of me with adult braces, and there's a reason for it. And me and my best friend Carrie had adult braces at the same time for about three weeks. And at first we were like, this is great. We can, like, commiserate together. Um, no one – it'll be fine. And then we realized we could not be seen together because we both had adult braces at the same time. It was a, it was a, it was a dark, it's a dark moment for both of us. And it's fine. It's fine. Braces were a great choice. It like changed the shape of my face. Um, I did not get my jaw broken. Cause again, I legit was like, I'm trying to still have sex. I would have so much sex with adult braces like so much. And honestly, I think it was because like, I just didn't give a fuck anymore. Cause I was just like, well, what, like what cards do I have to play anymore? Like I'm definitely not the hottest one in the room with the adult braces. So let's, let's use the humor. Um, and I definitely think I had friends being like, please stop. You're embarrassing us. Um, what a fun trend to have in life. People being like, you're embarrassing us um okay okay (laughs) this pod's this episode's all over the place um i think you like them though because like i checked chartable like for awkward sex and like these will usually rank higher than guests which like thanks guys i love me too literally the theme of this episode Um, No, the theme of this episode is like, don't give a shit what people think. It's almost always people projecting their own insecurities. And it's a rare find to not be affected by other people's insecurities. And if you can figure that out, the sooner the better, you know, like you can just, you can just like fucking shine girl or boy or they, them, however you identify shine, you know, and like, that's kind of part of life, right? It's just like figuring out what makes you happy but also figuring out like what within you makes you happy and i'm not saying that like you have to love yourself before you can ever love anyone else because i actually don't believe that i think there's a lot of people that love other people that they're with that don't love themselves and i don't think it's a prerequisite i don't think you have to um you have to know what you want And i talked about that in the episode before with carolina and that's a huge difference. You have to know how to communicate what you want. But to even even before you know how to communicate that, you have to know what the fuck you want. And that includes a lot of, like, dating and, and fucking and figuring shit out. And guess what? It's going to grow and evolve with you. And that's okay. Like, the fact, like, I've also had people be like, the city changed you. And it's like, yeah, it did. And I'm so glad it did. And I would not want to be the person that I was when I was younger because of like how young and naive I was. The theme of this episode is also missed dick that I could have had, but people made me insecure about shit that makes me really cool. I just don't want that to happen to other people. I don't know if I have like a lot of younger listeners, but don't let people's opinions get in the way of dick or vag or butt or like whatever the fuck you like. There was at one point, um, the DMs, the DMs gone for years. Um, and like, we're, we're still friends. But at one point he was like, are we online dating? And I didn't like, I didn't even catch that cue, you know, of like, oh shit. Like, is this something that we could explore more? I mean, as, as the DMs go on, I definitely start to catch the hints and, like, flirt back. And it was a lot of fun. And this person is a very cool person. Um, and I feel like the sex would have been good sex. I also think that if we had hooked up in the past... Um, if something had come to, f- to fruition that we were like sort of planning, I still think like I would be here with Aaron. I just think it would have been like more sex. Oh my God. One time <laughs> me and Aaron had the same sex number <laughs> truly. Cause I have no, I have so much time on my hand. I was like, going through the people that like i've had sex with and i was coming up wrong and i was just like wait aaron like isn't your number blank and he was like yeah and i was like cool and i was like because mine's the same number but i'm like forgetting people and i figured it out and then i found out the next morning i was like how'd you sleep and he was like not good because all i could do is try to figure out who i fucked and i kept forgetting people and i was like oh my my bad whoops um we both figured it out. Uh, we do have the same sex number, which I always thought was funny slash cool. Um, yeah, like I think – and there's like another dude too that like was a very long – we both like so obviously liked each other. And one problem was like bad timing for like a moment, for like a summer. But then it was like, oh, no, like everything's aligning – we need to fuck. I've had friends, uh, from different friend groups, meet him and be like, Oh yeah, he wants to fuck. And then I had other friends like, yeah, you should fuck him because he's really fucking hot and like, cool. And I was like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Also, I actually think all these dudes listen to this podcast. And if you do, if you do listen to the podcast, I actually, I, I know for a fact you guys do, um, cause you like messaged me about the pod and the episodes. I think you guys are a little behind, so you probably won't hear this until like September, but if you do and you think you're one of the guys message me, like text me and be like, yeah, Natalie, like we definitely could have fucked blah, blah, blah. But like now I'm very happy, like in this relationship and you're very happy in your relationship. Or be like, Natalie, no, you completely misread everything. I just thought you were funny and wanted to be your friend. Either way, I just want to – I think I just want to know. Um, yeah, like all of us, all of these different people and myself are now in very like happy long-term relationships. And I truly think, though, that if we had fucked, I'd still be with Aaron <laughs> for so many different reasons. It's just like timing, location, like everything. Um The theme of this episode is don't get in your own way when it comes to dick and sex. Um, I keep saying dick in this just because when this stuff was happening, like I still identified as, um, as straight, um, which again, I did a lot of work, figured out what I liked and then found that in Aaron and then also realized like, oh, I also like this. And like, I am now, I now identify as bi, like the idea just like to remember, like it's it's a bell curve, you know, and shit's fluid and it could change. And I could go back to being like, oh, I think I'm, yeah, I identify straight or again, or blah, blah, blah. But just to be like open. And like, I guess, I guess also just like, I've now learned, like I'm 31, I'll be 32 in August, um, August 20th. I'm so close to being a Virgo. I have a lot of Virgo-esque qualities to myself. But at the end of the day, I am a Leo. Um, it took me a long time to realize that the thing that, for the most part, for the people in my past lives, past life, um, the people in my past that I either flirted with Dated, fucked, fucked and dated, fucked, dated, and flirted. Um, The things that they all really liked about me were all the things that I like about me and were all the things that people told me were too much. And... that that was kind of a hard lesson to learn it's kind of a slap in the face when you realize it and you're just like oh because it's like duh like of course these people liked your confidence and your humor and that you were different than these other people like it's so obvious and it's so it's just so like duh of course, but you're so young. And, and a lot of this was in my twenties. A lot of this was in my very early, like 2021, even maybe even 19, 19, i say 19 to like 25. I didn't realize like a big, like I was like attracting like all these people was because of just being like very open about life in general and myself. And, if you want someone to open up to you, especially if, like, say you want to do a podcast and you're going to have guests on, the biggest way to open up, to have someone open up to you is to go first, right? To be like, oh, well, this happened to me and – or, like, X, Y, and Z. Like, I, I can't even think of an example right now because, like, it's it's so – it's such a habit for me to overshare. Um But people really respond to that because it's just they now know that you are willing to listen to something that they might have been embarrassed by or shamed by their friends or does that make sense? I don't know if it does. And again, this may truly just be for me. Um, But yeah, it happened yesterday. I read those DMs and was just like, one, it was just like, oh my God, like what a different time in my life. Um, Just, I was lost about jobs. I, one at one moment, there was just this awful ex that I just couldn't stop thinking about. And that definitely got in the way of things. And like, that's crazy. Like I let this shitty ex get in the way of this like really fun possibility for someone that just like wasn't That's the other thing. Wasn't afraid of who I am. I've definitely had exes in the past that are just like, couldn't handle uh, me. I hate saying that, but it's kind of true. I just like couldn't handle it, that I was confident and funnier than them and wittier than them and uh, more quick-witted. And like charming. Like, Like, I think that's what made me mad too, was just like, you are just constantly getting in your own way because you allowed the narratives that people told you about yourself kind of become real. Um, so don't protect it. Protect your little, what are we going to call it? Your little, your little star, your little, your, little, your little shine. Just like protect it. You are who you are. You are what you eat, and that's co- like fun. And and maybe you're like me right now, and you're unemployed in New York City, and you're on Twitter too much, and you're on Facebook too much, and you're going through past DMs to be like, well, what what happened there? And you're and you're overthinking things, and you're underthinking things for once, and you don't care about success in the same way that you used to and you love how not stressed you are as and who like this is probably fleeting you know when things go back to normal I will obviously have to get a job um, other people will too if there are jobs I don't know like are we going into the Great Depression? who knows But it's fun to like r- reminisce and it's fun to relearn about your past and how it's shaped you now and just, it's always nice to have receipts, too, of, of, like, oh, yeah, these people sucked, and this is why you cut them out of your life. Because um, I did. As I was reading those DMs, I was getting mad at people that I was, like, for one, one of them, one of the people I know, like, was for sure jealous of this, like, possible hookup. Um, and I actually sort of kind of understand where she was coming from, but I also just want to be, like, did you just also like him, and you just didn't know how to uh, just say it? Uh, or be like, hey, Nellie, I actually like him, back off. Again, that's actually an assumption. I'm not sure if that was part of the problem, but I have a hunch that it was. I will say it was <laughs> kind of weird to go down memory lane um, this past week. Like when you are in a committed relationship, Um I don't know. It was just, it was really funny to look and like read. And I, I have done this before, not with this person, but like other people, in my past, I've like gone down memory lane of like past DMS or like emails and shit like that. And, um, there's a few that I haven't, that I've just been like, I want no memory of you. But I've talked about this in the past. But like awkward sex uh, started off as a blog and then turned into a show, and the show still exists. And now it's also podcast, which exists through COVID. And um, I deleted all of my podcast, and I talked about that before, just because it felt not like me anymore, and like even my writing style was different. But another reason was because. Uh, I considered them to be like receipts of past relationships and I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole, especially with like one specific person, because it would be depressing. Um, And in retrospect, I actually really wish I had not, because I think I would have seen a lot of growth and I would have... um, I think it would have been a similar situation that I did with like other people going down those rabbit holes. There's a lot of rabbit holes you can go down, uh, during quarantine. And honestly, I kind of recommend going down your own personal rabbit holes right now. I think it's interesting. And I think, uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised of like what you learn about yourself from like who you were then and, um, who you are now too. And how, and how those selves like evolved. um but again, I am genuinely sad that I got in my own way. I let people's opinions of me get in the way of dick, like I'm truly just like, yeah, me and that the dude that I'm talking about thinking about right now, like you would have had fun sex. It would have been fun, and it would have probably have been for about like. 10 days, uh, and then circumstances would keep it just like that. Like we wouldn't be able to go further and we would probably still have like, like a working relationship, you know? And I think I would still be with Aaron. I think they would be with like their person. And, uh, I think it would be just something that like, we would like laugh at in the future when, um, our significant others like met each other and ourselves. And I think that's growth. <laughs> I actually do. I was like, that's like the most adult thing I've ever heard of in my life. But I actually also have friends like within friend groups that have like hooked up and then have hooked up with other people and like, it's fine. Like it's chill. This also just kind of like reminds me of like how much sex everyone's going to be having after covid are you excited? I'm like a little excited. I am really intrigued though. If you think you are one of the men that I am friends with, that we had past flirtations, uh, a somewhat type past history, um, and you think it's you, like text me. I want to see what... (laughs) you think or if you think it's you and you're like I there, I was seg- sending you no signals and again I'm not expecting this for months because I am pretty sure that the multiple men that I'm thinking about and I'm referring to they all listen to my podcast <laughs> see guys this is like being open like who gives a shit Aaron listens to this podcast Aaron's gonna be like did they message you and I'm gonna be like no <laughs> I don't, but I think you bro I think you guys are both all behind, including Aaron. I think Aaron's like an episode you behind. Um, so I don't think, I legit don't think I would even hear from you about this. Like I would hear from you before, but about this until like September, October. And I'm like, I will be like waiting with like bated breath. Um, I think it'll be hilarious. And then I will definitely tell everyone on the podcast, like what happened, um, there's one person that was very big in my life, um, who would be the first person to break my heart, like truly break my heart. But he was also like the first person that I actually felt like truly, I don't think he loved me. I loved him, but definitely like truly liked me, uh, for, for like who I am. Um, like I knew, I knew I had him when he like randomly texted me and was like, you're just like, you're like the real life version of Liz Lemon, aren't you? And he like we hadn't we weren't texting at all like like that day. And I was just like, I was like, are you watching 30 Rock? And he was like, No, I'm just I was just thinking about you. And I was like, Got him. Hook line sinker. I do wonder if he listens to the podcast. Um, and I do wonder if he's like, Am I gonna be an awkward sex story? One day you will, if you listen to it. Cause I, you would a hundred percent know who you are. Um, like it ended terribly uh, and like wrecked me for like a month. No, I'm sorry. For like a year. <laughs> I wish it was a month. I was wrecked. Um, but you read the blog. You always are my blog. Um, and sometimes I think I stopped the blog too. Cause I wanted to like end that. That like view into my world while he, like, after he like broken my heart, <laughs> it's turned into a long episode. Um, but I do wonder if he listens to it. And yes, I have written about you, it's not been an awkward sex story. Um, it's actually like a really good essay that I wrote. Uh, it's like a 10 page essay that I wrote. Um, that won't be a story, it won't be a like because they're, they're different like how I write us for stage and how I write for like for the page. That was gross. It's fine. But I do wonder if you listen to it too, but we have not talked in like eight years. Um, so I don't want you to email me and be like, yeah, I listened to your podcast. Um, and yeah, I know I broke your heart and no, I didn't love you. Ah! Word vomit. Um, I'm just trying now, I'm just thinking, are there any other dudes that I have fucked that listen to my podcast? There is one guy who we'd had like a very just like just fucking relationship. Um, also a comedian. We're like friends on Facebook still, we're like follow each other on Twitter, Instagram. He is one of the first people to always watch my stories. And he's also he's very giving with like likes on Twitter. I don't know if that gives it away because I don't get like that many likes on Twitter. I've just started to get like actually like into Twitter. Uh, Thank you, COVID. Um, And I've wondered if you listen to the podcast. Uh, We had fun sex. It was fun. It was a very like, it was, (sighs) we were never dating. We would like go on dates, but it was more because like, and he like wanted to have sex um I would actually the day before me and Aaron had our first date i would I would fuck him before um and I would tell Aaron that later um, and Aaron actually had a similar situation too. He was like, yeah, because what happened was it got brought up because me and Aaron had maybe been dating for like a month at this point, and we were also like long distance ish because I was in Connecticut and he was in Brooklyn and um a guy that I used to hook up with, different dude, not the dude that I fucked the day before our first date, um, reached out to me and was like, hey, like, uh, just seeing if you would be interested in like having drinks, something like that, blah, blah, blah. Like, I haven't seen you a little bit and like, I miss you, something along those lines. And I was like, hey, you know, thank you so much for the invite, Um, but I'm actually kind of seeing someone right now and me and Aaron weren't official at that point. And so I was just kinda like, hey, like FYI, like uh, a guy solicited sex. No, a guy like wanted to hook up and I was just like, hey, I'm seeing someone. Um, And I was like, how does that make you feel? And he was like, actually like a girl that I hooked up with, like right after our first date, because again, we weren't official, um, had reached out to me recently and I said I was seeing someone too. And I was like, okay, cool. I feel okay with that. And he was like, cool. And so then I was like, so are we like in a relationship now? And then he he was like, yes. And I was like, cool. Um, The most seamless like talk I've ever had when it comes to defining the relationship What a fun little, little jaunt down memory lane. (laughs) I, I know I'm going to love this episode because it's all about me. Um, and I love talking about me, how you're going to feel about it. I don't know. Um, but I am going to end it here. Um, (laughs) what is life guys? What a weird little journey we are on in 2020. Um, I can't thank you enough for hanging out and listening and being here in all of this um, and letting me get even more personal and open. You were like, I didn't think it was possible. You're like, the closest we can get now is if you send me like a DM of your butthole. Please don't send me a DM of your butthole and I won't send you one of mine. There's that sprinkle of humor I will I will talk to you guys next week, with or without a guest, and I will keep you updated if any of those dudes were like, yay or nay, um, we shall see. Now I'm like, why did you do that? That's dumb. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. See, <laughs> see you next week.